PT episode number 50. What up? What up? Let's go, New York Knicks! Let's go. 3-1. Getting it done. Great game today from the Knicks. Definitely put a smile on my face after a rough weekend for me. But yeah, um... Let's just talk about that real quick because that just happened. I think we're still pretty excited. I know I am. So we'll get to the Premier League talk in a second, but great win. Um, yes. Brunson, best player through three games, but R.J. Barrett, I told you when he was shit on the road, I said home R.J. Barrett will be different. He will feed off the crowd. And those bad two games, you have to give it to R.J. One thing he's not, he's no punk bitch. He will not mm-hmm. let those first two games discourage him. He will keep going at it, and the crowd will push him on the on, at home. And he was our second best player in both games. Could make an argument he was our best player today. Um, just Damn great right. finishing around the rim, hitting shots, playing good defense, getting to loose balls. Uh, only criticism: better free throws, RJ. Please, uh, that might whole come team, back to bite us. Whole team, whole team, but. Yeah, it was a great game, man. Um, I'm excited. I really like this team. I really do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. RJ Barrett, 38 minutes, 26 points, two rebounds, one assist, 9 of 18 from the field, 0 of 6 from 3. Um, let me tell you something. That's a stat right there. I'm, I, I might be crazy, and I, I might be absolutely uh, ridiculed for this in modern-day basketball. You go over six from the three point line, but you give me everything else that I saw aesthetically with my fucking eyes tonight. I live with that over six. I do not live and die by the three like these modern systems do. I cannot absolutely stand it. And out of the starters, he was third highest in plus minus tonight. I loved his game. Can't can't agree with you more. I mean, RJ was is a staple to us right now, and that's okay um, because. And the guy I'm going to segue to perfectly, I think, needs to get an incredible shout out stepping up into the starting lineup today. I was absolutely pissed off and just scared as shit when I saw Grimes wasn't playing. I just feel like he brings a little bit of that solidifying a win, getting that extra three being that man to be able to know they're swinging it over to him. The defenses collapse over Defense. and we get an easy two. Um, Grimes missing the lineup for me was going to be tough. Josh Hart. Josh Hart stepping in, 40 minutes, only 19 points, 7 rebounds, 7 of 16 from the field, 1 of 4 from the 3. How many of those were offensive rebounds, though? Because those were clutch. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Plus 5 on the plus uh, plus minus ratio. Um, I love Josh Hart tonight. Uh, Yeah, we are rocking 3-1. We're fucking going to the second round of the fucking NBA playoffs. I am amped about these Knicks, man. This is the next step in the progression. This is what we wanted right here. No matter, we've been balling and doing our thing for for 35, 40, 41, 42 games out of the year. We're doing everything that we can to win and solidify games. And every year we fall short because we don't have that next step player. Or we don't have those those lapses in, in in second quarter endings and third quarter beginnings. And we still had that tonight. We still had that. And yet we found a way to move forward, get through that barrier. And now, short of a massive absolute capitulation in which heads must roll like Lee Gunner says for your club, 
I am, we are going to the second round and I am amped. 3-1 up, no better feeling right now. I don't give a shit if anyone out there hates it. It's the truth. New York and the city and the game of basketball is better when the Knicks are good. You've got to love it for our fans. You may hate the absolute stubbornness, but we have earned this, dude. This is pains, pains and years. This, If this is what Arsenal fans feel, I get it. I get it. Because this right now, this is what it's all fucking for. Second round, we're doing things. Give me whoever. I will go to war with this team right now. We're having falling offs in moments and lapses, but somehow we're coming through over a young team that says they've got it over us. couple players, one or two. Darius Garland. I got secrets Donovan. on me I don't even want to talk about. I don't even want to talk about. Yeah, Donovan. Donovan. Where are you at? Missing. Am I I don't want to read his stat line. Here, but but out of respect for the fact that he was he was a targeted player, I'll do it for you real quick. Donovan Mitchell played forty two minutes tonight. He had eleven points. He had four rebounds. What was his shooting? I think it's shooting. He had five assists, five of eighteen from the field. He didn't hit a single three. He went zero for four, and he was minus eight on the plus ratio. My man had six tos. Yep, and not timeouts, turnovers. Jalen Brunson, baby. Yeah, the front office yep. might know what they're doing, and that's I think that's another good thing that we have to give them credit for. They made good draft picks. Quentin Grimes, quickly. Mitchell Robinson, yeah. who we have to give props to. I thought our centers were amazing today. Coming into this series, you see Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and you think yep. that's where we're probably going to get beat, but yep. our centers have been the best centers in, in this series. Mitchell Robinson was fantastic today. His touch around the rim, his block shots, his rebounds, second chance opportunities. And when he came off the floor, I was like, damn, we're going to miss him. But no, Hartenstein did not miss a beat. Block shots. They were trying to dunk on us. And Hartenstein said, no, 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 no. This is, this is yep. Madison Square Garden, baby. We only make the posters here. And he was, he was great all over the place, getting rebounds, hustling, you know, uh, getting in ones at the rim. And, and, yep. You know, I, I even like – I love a good two, three-minute cameo. Miles McBride, important, important minutes. When you yeah. can bring guys off the bench that just are cold and they can just come on and fill in for a few minutes and, and be positive, positive minutes, even Obi Toppin didn't play a lot today. He was great yeah. in the limited time. That's so important to a game, and he won't get mentioned. They won't get mentioned by ESPN. Nice. But those minutes were crucial, crucial, because we didn't miss a beat. And I'll tell you this, the New York Knicks that I know would have bottled that fucking when, – when when Cleveland would have went ahead by four or three in the third quarter, that would have been yeah. a game. But this is a different yeah. team, different mentality. Um, you know, guys like Hart and Brunson, these guys are elite, elite mentality guys. They don't yep. care. I just love the way Do- Josh Hart gets the ball and just pushes down – He's a freight train. He really is at to the rim, and it's exciting. This series is over for me. I don't think, I don't think they can come back unless something fucking crazy happens injury wise, um, because they have a shit coach. JB Bickerstaff's not that guy, so he can't. He, he can't. Just boring Bickerstaff. He can't. He can't make this happen. I think we'll advance. And hey, Giannis back problems. Miami Heat up two one. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but. It's it, wow. it could be a little more favorable because two weeks ago I would have said 
yeah, we can win the first round, but we'll get smashed in the second. But hey, mm-hmm. things things you never know how things can turn out. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Your point about the bigs tonight were absolutely and very, very important, very critical. They played a huge, huge role into how we played, um, uh, solidifying kind of that back line. Um, I, I loved, I loved what we saw from from Hart, uh, Hartenstein, from from um, from Mitchell Robinson. Absolute dogs, just dogs tonight. I mean, Josh Hart, like you said, everywhere you need him to be. This team is rolling, man. I don't. They're not mentality warriors over there in Cleveland. I don't see anyone on that squad that's championship caliber that's done it before and has said or can say, look at my ring, look at what we do, this is what we are, and I don't see it. I just don't see it. And just boring Baker staff uh, can keep complaining about refs, complaining about the things that are going on. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of him. I'm not a fan of what they're going, and I think they deserve every bit of slapping. Uh, I would love a 4-1. I would love to go and just take care of it the next game and be done. That, to me, and we know Tibbs. If we know anything about Tibbs, that's, he better be on that. He's, he comes from that old school mentality. I don't think he's going in. He better make sure they know it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Snap the neck. Let's go. Cut the feathers. It's time to prep for dinner. So just yeah. we got to take care of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get it over with. Let's get our guys some rest. I think Randall probably still a little knackered from that ankle injury. So yeah. I think you know, finish this in game five. Get another week for Randall because because we'll need him in the second round. Hundred percent. It's a step up in competition. So we need Randall. Uh, we did it without him today. But over seven games in the second round, we will need Julius Randle. So, yeah, let, let's finish them off. But yeah. great, great series. NBA playoffs have been good so far. Um, we'll keep checking in with that. But we're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's the Premier League. And um, yes, we're going to get into that now. And there's really only – well, there's a, there's a few places we can start. There were some funny moments uh, yeah. this weekend. But there really is only one place to start. First game of the weekend, Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, Arsenal 3, Southampton 3. The title is over, my friends. It is over. Oh, there you go. He froze for a second. The title's over for me. Um, uh, That that was a disgusting performance. Uh, Another goal within one minute at home. Uh, Last one was Burnmouth. Lapse of concentration. Aaron Ramsdale, no idea what the fuck he was doing. Wasn't the right pass. Picked off, and it's one nothing within 30 seconds. Uh, absolutely embarrassing play. Shocker. And shocker. And then not too long after that, Theo Walcott, of all people, you just knew he was going to score. Horrible defensive mistakes. Odegaard gives away the ball. Partey way out of position. Um, Gabriel doesn't. Doesn't check Walcott enough, and it's 2-0, and it's happening. It's happening again, guys, and this is why I've been so reluctant because I saw things last season that I thought we were over with at certain points of the season this year, but we capitulated last season. We did have injuries, of course, Thomas Partey being out and having Sambi Lakanga or El Nani. That's a big loss. Rob Holding, Cedric. Back there, no Kieran Tierney, moving Tommy Asu to left back. Those are losses, but 
we capitulated last year. Make no mistakes about it. We were bullied in Newcastle. We were bullied at Tottenham. And I saw that um, in some points this year, the Man City game for one. Um, the Everton game was another one. Valuable three points we dropped at Everton that we shouldn't have. New manager bounce, whatever. It was a bad performance. They looked scared. And this is why I've been so reluctant to talk shit, to say the title's ours. I think I've said it one time this year after the Man City game. I said, I think I can see us winning this. I said, I think we won't lose to City. But they humbled us once again. We can't beat City. Hopefully that changes Wednesday. But I'm thinking that's like a 2% chance at this point. 2%? Yeah. Is that the 2%. official percentage yeah. you want to give it? For me, yeah, yeah. It's probably lower than that. But I don't think we can do it. <laughs> we don't do it in the league. And I just – if you can't get it done against Southampton at home, 20th in the league – giving the ball up, giving them easy goals, defending like shit, and just terrible, terrible. Even even offensively, we were awful. And we'll talk more about that too because there's some people I want to call out on this team who get a lot of praise sometimes from me, but there's some things that I'm not liking, what I'm seeing. So, yeah, I just think if you can't beat Southampton at home, you can't beat West Ham when you're up 2-0 can't beat Liverpool when you're up to zero. How can I expect you to beat Man City, who's on absolute fire right now, who've done this before, who won't even be knackered about a big game like this on Wednesday? We know we're knackered. We've seen it the last three games. So I just, I have no faith. You can call me a plastic fan. I, I really don't care. I'm, I'm realistic about what I see. I know what I'm seeing. I've seen this before. Um... Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm pissed off. I'm really fucking pissed off that this is happening again. From the very beginning, well, let me let me let you talk, and then I'll break things down a little bit more on who I specifically want to call about. But yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, give me one. Second. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Let me read off some of the notes that I kind of want to talk about. Some of these are question marks. Okay, so these are not statements that I'm making. Um, these are just question marks. The first question mark I have, Mikel Arteta's fault. The rotation of players, diversity in the attack, substantial replacement or backup for Partey. Is there an issue with Jesus not being able to finish? Then I have, from a fan's perspective, now these are my thoughts personally. Okay, I know it's, it's going to sound really bad just going straight to this point. It's going to make me sound like I'm a homer. The fact that we blame Zinni for the Walcott goal bothers me a little bit. Okay. It wasn't his fault. And people were also blaming Rob Holding, and it wasn't his fault. And that's I mean, another name better. I need to go ahead and... But... So, so the way I see it, bad... Odegaard has a bad turnover in midfield. Zinni is not in the position to Zinni is not in the position to cover that run. Period. Now, there are a few things he did wrong, which is not react fast enough to get back into the play. I can make an argument should the pass been outside instead of inside, Zinni would have been there. Gabriel got beat on a ball he should have never been beat. 
he mm. it was a situation I, I really don't even know if he's to blame honestly I, I it's a it's a first off it's it's the deep possession it's a bad turnover but you have to live with the attacking you have to live with the attacking style and the aggressiveness and the aggressiveness that your team has done you have to live with that knowing that there're going to be moments where you're going to concede on the back end this defensive run that you guys have been on this amazing year that arsenal have had it's it's a couple different variables that have allowed for arsenal to be top one dominating performance by them a clear display of one of the most aggressive and attacking teams cohesive consistent lineups they've been it another variable and this is just a fact a lot of what of the a lot of the top clubs considered top clubs that would compete for a title are off this year another variable that i think is important the additions that arsenal made have been significantly better than some at the january window trossard has been amazing i also think this is a little bit like i mentioned two or three podcasts ago, podcast ago a little bit of a regression to the mean it's 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 a bad time to and it's a three game sample coming off an international break it's a bad time to have these moments but if you look at the overall season if this were in the middle of the year we wouldn't be talking about bottling it's the fact that it's happening in the last 10 games of the season when we know it's the run and I want to continue about Arsenal. I want to continue this about Arsenal because I I can't help but think this is no way in shape over. Um, but it does put you in a situation where you ha- you have to not lose. You have to not you have to draw or win, and even draw I think um, it favors us more because of the point hey, games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you said it was three games in a row after the international break, and that's interesting because a lot of people will blame Newcastle and Tottenham last year, the capitulation there. But I'll blame three games after the international break last year. Crystal Palace on the road, 3-0. Brighton at home, 2-1. Southampton at home, 1-0. Those three games lost us Champions League last year, not the Newcastle and Tottenham away game. They added, but... Those three games we lost, we got zero out of nine points from. Inexcusable. After the international break. So I don't know if there's something to that. I really don't. But there's tons of problems here for me. And one thing I don't understand is Fabio Vieira. I I do not get for the life of me how you can start him in the number eight and, and leave Partey in a lone pivot. A lone as a lone six, which he normally can handle sometimes. But let's let's be honest, Jaka helps out a lot. It's almost a double pivot a lot of times because Jaka is very very good defensively at controlling his space, his space and closing down on defenders. Vieira, we have no evidence that he does anything that I just mentioned. There's zero evidence to it, especially in the Premier League. I didn't watch the Portuguese league at all, but I'm sure he wasn't doing the Jaka role in the Portuguese league. 
I'm sure he was playing 10 or out wide. So that, for, for the life of me, baffles me. And it continues to baffle me how Edu and Arteta, two midfielders, continue to leave us short in that position. Midfield's been a problem for us for about six or seven years, dating back to Arsene Wenger. We got Partey on a release clause three years ago, and we haven't really brought anyone in since. We brought in Sambi Lakanga. We found out very quickly he wasn't good enough. That was a project to begin with. Xhaka, thankfully he's turned the corner because last year he wasn't good enough. And then Jorginho was our plan B target. It was our panic buy on the last day of the window. So how can two midfielders continuously leave us empty in this space? Midfield is the most important position in the field. If you can't control the midfield, you're going to have problems. Period. So I don't understand why we keep doing this. And now we're going to go on for Rice. We're going to go on for Caicedo. But I have no evidence of Edu getting his plan A targets wrapped up. I don't. So I don't really feel confident about that either. So the Fabio Vieira thing, he plays in the first half. Dreadful. Dreadful. We need to win this game, Mikel. It's 2-1 at halftime. You have Emile Smith-Rowe. You have Trussard. You have Eddie and Ketty available. We need to win. A draw is a loss. It's a loss, period. You can't draw or lose to Southampton at home at this stage in the season, battling man-fucking-city for a goddamn title. So why did you leave him on for another fucking 15 minutes before you pulled him at the 60th minute? The performance after halftime till about the 85th minute was disgusting for me. It looked like they didn't even try. They weren't even trying. They were passing the ball around like it was a fucking friendly. No urgency at all. Martinelli, Saka, Trussard, who came on in the 60th minute, are the only people not to blame. Martin Odegaard. This guy disappears in big games. I've been saying it. He's a great player, great talent, but he disappears in big games. And he's constantly, and this is starting to really fucking piss me off, he's constantly trying to pump up the fucking crowd all the time. Hey, Martin, how about you give us something to cheer about with your fucking play? You're not a fucking, you're not a goddamn cheerleader. You dilly-dallied on the ball for fucking 30, 40 minutes before you scored a goal because you finally took a shot outside the box. Sometime, something we've been saying for freaking three years now since you've been here. Yeah. Stop trying to pump up the fucking crowd. We have a mascot called Gunnosaurus who can do that. Give us something to fucking cheer about. Enough with that shit. You fucking did nothing for about 85 minutes of that game. You were hesitant and you were scared and you're the captain. And that went down to a lot of our other players. The defensive performance, Arteta has to be responsible for that. He has to set us up better. Why is Rob Holding still here? He's not good enough. He's not fucking good enough. We play a high line. How the fuck can Rob Holding play a high line? Doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Why was yeah. why was Jakob Kivier our, our purchase in, in the January transfer window if we're not going to do anything with him? We need to win the title, guys. We didn't need a fucking future buy. You could do that again in the summer. I'm sure they would have taken the $25 million then. Doesn't make sense. How about you get a center back who could play a high line? who's ready to come in and help us win the title. 
a lot of baffling things happen. We give our flowers yep. for some of the good pies. Golden State just won by a point. Um, but there's been a lot of questionable things too. A lot. And you have to be perfect. I'm sorry, but that's the standard when going against City. That's the standard they set. Fabio Vieira for $40 million makes no fucking sense. We needed another midfielder. Tielemans was there. You'd rather have him there me. in the eighth position. We've seen him hit worldies this year in the down season for Leicester where they're going to get relegated. We've seen him contribute. Sabitzer went to fucking Man United. Why couldn't we get him in January? He would have been great for that hit roll. He's pissing me off. He's looking good. Some of these things are not making sense to me. There's a lot of good going on, but it's about margins. And, And the midfield thing for two midfielders, Arteta and Edu, to constantly leave a short in that position, it, it's, it's baffling. I can't explain it. it. It doesn't look good when Romeo Lavia is doing work in that midfield. And it doesn't. And so here's the other thing that I think is more, like really alluding to your point about some of the purchases that you've made and they're not playing. Th- these purchases, when they come, yeah, you you worry about the nervousness and can they handle it, but more it's them trying to kind of show and prove what they can do with that team. And you need that next level edge and mentality sometimes from certain players. Um, you know, I, I just, I just, I completely, I feel like at the January window when Trissard came, that was a good signing, and we've yes. we've continued to talk about how important he's been and how well he's played. Um, yes. He should be starting. Yes. There was no reason to bench him. Yeah. He was in form. There, this is another thing about Arteta. He has his favorites. He has his yeah. favorites, and he doesn't. Yeah. He's, he's very stubborn about that. Jesus is fit. All right, Jesus back in. Doesn't matter that Trossard's had fucking seven assists in the last five games or whatever. I mean, he, he needs I, to figure this out quick because it's small margins. Can we circle back to this Europa? Can we circle back to Europe, European competition? I'd rather not, but if you want to, sure. This conversation, I think it's going to be important for next year. Because I think when Miguel decided to not take Europa seriously... And I might just be off with that concept that they did. Maybe they just went for it and they really were outplayed. I don't know. But I just feel like... performances didn't look like they were were really focused on it. And that bothers me a little bit. That bothers me a little bit because I I think you got to really go for that. And when you don't, and and you're put in a situation where you put all your eggs in one basket, it's not that, yes, you can focus on it in the resting. And yes, I'm acknowledging that it can be, that's got pros and cons, but obviously the biggest pro, the legs are rested. I, I hear you. I get that. But to keep the mind engaged on different things, these are 20 something year olds out here trying to play. They're engaged. They're trying to keep the mind up. And when you have these different competitions, it allows them to kind of get away from that pressure and that toll. That one game a week scenario is so tough. We were, I was hearing this on City Extra, and shout out to Steve for saying it. Uh, it it's, it's such a 
I haven't been thinking about Prem. I have not been thinking about the Premier League at all. We ha- we don't play this weekend. We had Sheffield. We just got done beating Byron and getting ourselves for the semis. I have not thought about the Premier League, Arsenal, anything. That happened on Friday, and I was like, nah, no way. They're, they're like they're handing it to us. Like when I saw this, I was like, I, there's this cannot be happening. I did not believe it when you told me one nil. I was sitting down to take a shit, and I was like, there's no way. I said, I, I'm going to take it easy. I'll come in seventh, eighth minute of the game, see how it's looking, get back to work a little bit. Nah, no way. One nil? That's a good point. I think that's a good so, point. When you have all these other competitions going on, you, I you kind of, you it's not that you forget in- about it. Yeah. But it keeps you in a rhythm, and it's not all or nothing on these – games on the weekend or midweek games. I think it's a good point, actually. I, 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 and yeah, I, our intensity was nowhere near our Premier League intensity for the Europa. So I can only imagine that came from the manager. I mean, he's responsible yeah. for, for, for getting these guys prepared. And, yeah. you know, even in the FA Cup, it was they look like friendlies. Carabao Cup, we put out a second team. So, I mean, that's one thing, you know, we crashed out of all these competitions and now it's looking less and less likely that we're going to win the league. And it's just, it, it's, it's hard to be patient with this process because sure. uh, on one, at one aspect, you can say we're, we're in second place. We had a great season. We're probably going to finish around 90 points, which is everybody would probably have laughed at us if we said we'll get 90 points this year. Um, it's remarkable how great of a season that is. It's, right. a, it's remarkable how great of a season that is. I'm sorry. I just like, I refuse. I'm such a, I'm such, I, I, I am the optimist. I've always been the optimist because I've had to play that role on a coaching staff when we're dealing with a coach who's always negative Nancy. And I have to tell a coach, listen, dude, he was a Juco All-American. Relax. He's going to be fine. Keep him in the lineup and keep playing him 25 minutes a game and he'll be okay. Like I've had to be that positive voice. And this may sound corny and cheesy, but both of you might know it. I grew up a Yankees fan, and I'm sorry I sat there and saw with my own eyes when I believed in a team at such a youthful age. It molded me to believe I am a fucking winner. I'm sorry. The New York Yankees in themselves created an absolute winner's edge in me. I rooted for them. I woke up. I fell asleep when Boone hit that fucking home run because I was like, there's no way. And my dad, in moving, in moving to Tennessee, I woke, we were in a hotel. The house wasn't even finished built yet. So we were still living in a hotel uh, and I was going to school like 10, 15 minutes from the, from the, uh, from the hotel. So I was there and I, I share a room, you know, just chilling for like a month until the house finishes up. No big deal. I'm at school main time anyway, practice after school and shit. Every bit of it, bro. I was like, nah, I can't believe this is crazy. Then he does it and we go. I was like, unbelievable. I have that winner's edge in me. So I have to be positive. I have to be optimistic. I cannot help but think what Arsenal have done all year. It's It's been a tremendous run. We've got to look at the overall. And I'm telling you more than anything, I think it adds Iru, Iru, Kroenke, the, the the board and the management, the scouting. I, the dollar sign better not be next to those players' names. If you like him and he fits you and and he can add to this, if all these metrics guys want to do it, plug them into your season right now and tell me what would have been. 
I bet you they love those numbers. You'd get hard on numbers to know what Cacero would have done in your midfield if he would have backed up Partey. You would have loved to know what what a, a, a potential uh, um, shit. I don't know who else were you looking at. Diaby comes. I'm looking. I've been looking at that player a lot more. Byron Lewandowski, Diaby, the French winger. Um, been looking at him because I've been doing a Newcastle breakdown. But yes, I I, I think this right now more than ever. The, your success has put pressure on the Arsenal higher ups. The check better be blank. We better go get what we need. Period. Yeah, and that has to get done. And from my perspective, I don't have faith that they'll do it. But I'm happy to be proved wrong. But yeah, I mean, I guess we could just preview the City game now. And then we'll talk about your FA Cup game um, this weekend. But yeah, for me, it's just hard for me to um, it's hard for me to see us winning this. At the Etihad, you guys, good form at home, um, good form in general, not losing games, another 3 nothing win this weekend where I saw a team that didn't get out of first gear in City and still won 3 nothing. Haaland didn't score, so, you know, he's due for a goal. Uh, oh, he did score. Did he score? No, he didn't. Mahrez. No, he didn't. Mahrez, Mahrez hat-trick. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I knew Trossard starting. He deserves to start. He he worked his ass off when he came on. He hit the post in the 90th minute. Um, yeah, he's a devil. If that went in he's to win the game, I, I think the uh, London would have shut down completely. Oh yeah, power would have went off. Um, but he needs to start ahead of Jesus. Jesus missed way too many chances. We've been warned about this by City fans. We've seen it this year as Arsenal fans. Uh, it's easy to get seduced because he is a very good footballer, but he misses a lot of chances. He missed at least two wide open ones, and his, his flopping is becoming a problem for me. I, I don't know if he did this a lot at City, but the guy's constantly flopping to the point where it's killing our attack at points because he's trying to get he's trying to get a penalty or something, but they're not giving it to him. So you have to stop. If it ain't working, what the fuck do you keep doing it for? So yeah, I don't disagree with that. My only point to that to that ex- specific thing is he did play for Man City and now he does play for Arsenal, but we can't help that he's Brazilian. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. But I need to start starting in the false nine. Um, he's playing great. He's playing better than Jesus. Yeah. Um, he needs to get back his starting spot. He probably should have never lost it. We need to keep players in form on the field. Um, all the best managers usually do that. So Arteta has to stop playing his favorites and play people in form. I, I'm hoping a miracle happens and Saliba comes back, um, but I doubt it. I doubt it. It's not looking good for that. So I wouldn't even mind a change of tactics, a back three or something, um, or a pseudo back three where Ben White is told, hey, you're only going you forward if it. necessary. You changed to it. Did yeah. you see it at the end? You changed to it. City fans are already yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about no, it. We did, we did. You fuckers changed to it. Yeah, we're already we're already cheeks clinched for it. To be completely honest with you, we're anticipating some sort of variety change uh, uh, come Wednesday. And honestly, you're due. I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, I think if you had a uh, yes, I'm going to sound crazy for saying this, but I think this is the honest truth. I think percentage wise, yes, if you did it off of form, you can say first one to go to two nil up. You would say City. I actually think Arsenal are going to come out rabid. I actually think we're going to, we're due, man. We're due. We can't keep going. And I, and with the way the Arsenal 
the situation is, I think they know it's back to the wall. You get the first goal. I hope so. Life. I will say, I think it's completely over if we get the first goal. We get the first goal. I no, think 100%. we are like, like, like we are just it. We're we're squeezing you out for the rest of the game. Nathan Ake will not be there. Um, you've been medical expert on this, and you've been one hundred percent right. We have not gotten any sort of official statement, but at this point, probably looking like two week minimum, probably closer to a month. So that's your season. Thank you, Nathan Ake, and I could probably cry. So we'll see how that's going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I am, <laughs> and we can do a pod before it. I've I've set time aside for it for Tuesday. If you got if you got it. Wednesday. Preview for this game oh, no, when we get it. Tuesday. Yeah, because we play Wednesday. Um, we right, we half Wednesday? hour like we did last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm stoked. stoked for it. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Yeah, so we can do that on Tuesday. I, I have I have time on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday's not a problem for me. Um, so we'll, we'll preview it more, but just right off the dome, not feeling too good about it. Maybe I'll I'll get some encouraging news. Um, during the week, maybe Fabio Vieira will go from a hundred pound midfielder to a 200 pound midfielder. I'm advocating for taking PEDs. I'm advocating for (laughs) anything possible. He's a flimsy man, but I expect Xhaka to be back. Um, it was a sickness. So yeah, I would love to see a change of formation, but we'll do a Tuesday podcast and preview this more. Um, like I said, you guys won three zero this weekend. Um, just. Like I said, first gear the whole time. Um, Sheffield was defending well in that first half. For most of the first half, they defended well. Um, and then there was some great. really bad defending. There was some really bad defending on some of those goals. But Mares yeah. hat trick. Um, he's he's a great footballer. Always always liked Riyad Mares. Um, and yeah, just a good performance. Another clean sheet in the FA Cup. FA Cup final. I, I don't want to root for City for any reason this season, because, but I have no fucking choice because I can't have a Man United double. I can't have yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I, I need you to lose Wednesday. I need you to lose Wednesday, and I absolutely cannot have a Manchester United double. I will remove myself off all social media if that happens. So, so I want to make sure I get it out there right now before we move any further. In the 39th minute of this podcast, you need to get it clear to O'Leary, but that there is an absolute call out to him. Oh, you, that needs, needs to happen. Down. And if he doesn't show up, he he's being blocked down. on all social media. And he can't talk we, to us unless he goes through our significant others and they approve the message. O'Leary. Because <laughs> if he doesn't sir. show up, yes, I, I agree with that. There needs to be, sir, I'll be a moderator, I will, I, I will mute my mic, and I will watch live. I need I need a, a, a Manchester Derby FA Cup final podcast where nothing else will be mentioned but you two hooligans going at it. And I will sit there with a box of popcorn and a no, beer and enjoy the show. We're, we're, we're banking on you to moderate this properly. It's, I'm not moderating. My moder because I'm biased. I'm not going to lie. I can't have – I may be playing the soundboard in the background. That, that could happen. But I want to watch. Funny, this, but yeah, that, that needs to happen. The funny thing about this is we're talking about something that's literally the season's over. The season's going to be over. That's literally our yeah. second to last game. Like June third. Everything. 
Yeah, and like a week later, we play the fi- should 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 we should, get to that? Don't jinx it, sir. Yeah, we'd be. I'm not saying the T word. Uh, we'll we'll be we'll be you know in that final. Should we take care of what we got to do? Um, but I don't want to talk Champions League. This is this is prem. Yeah, no, I'm 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 stoked for I'm stoked for Wednesday. I think Wednesday is going to be a, a huge one, huge huge important game. It's pretty much a final. We both know it. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Um... Man United, you guys want anything else you want to say about that or just I was impressed a little game. bit with Sheffield. I, I would say the notion that we started off to go three in the back and they actually went two center backs, but the third was literally Manning Holland everywhere. Everywhere. I thought that was interesting. Went super narrow. Um I don't know if Miguel took anything from that. Um Sergio Gomez. Uh not still ready to play at this caliber of a level. Had moments that if it wasn't three 0 we'd be giving up a goal. Um, and I know he didn't. We didn't give up anything, and the clean sheets exist. And, and I shouldn't be negative, Nancy, about this. But if I'm picking and choosing, you know, that's United, that's Arsenal, that's anyone else. We're we're having goals scored on us. Sergio Gomez is having that slow climb. Um, I want to again. I was completely wrong on my expectations of this guy. Learning more about what the what the transfer was and what the situation was. Let's the reality was we were supposed to loan him out, didn't get the loan done in time, and he ended up having to stay on the roster. So this is a guy that I mean I can see next year he's gonna be loaned out. And again, I just have to point out our depth isn't what people say. Calvin Phillips, I have to have a moment with you. Uh this the run has been incredible. And for City I have to also acknowledge, while it's been incredible, we could end the season trophy list. That is a reality. That is an absolute reality, and it would be an abysmal failure of a season. And should it be, you'll be hearing the name Calvin Phillips a whole lot more for me because the amount of play that Rodri has had to play, the amount of time that yeah. Rodri has, and then for us to have that moment, we I don't understand how Calvin Phillips doesn't get the start. And I don't understand how Calvin Phillips doesn't get a substantial amount of time in that game. And he ends up coming on later in the second half. It, it's it is bad signs, bad signs for Calvin Phillips at our club, and I don't like any of it. If we cannot make the argument, oh well, he needs time to adapt and grow. This is the time. This this is an exact perfect time for him to adapt and grow. We needed the rest moment. We are up to big things. The rotational players that cost sixty million need to perform. And for him to not get the start, for for Pep to not have the confidence in him at this point, it speaks volumes. It speaks he had, he had more confidence in Sergio. And yeah, that's the other thing. And Sergio, we see the defensive issues. We see it. And that tells you volumes of it. Jack Grealish got so much shit because it's like, why does Pep keep starting him? Well, <laughs> look at us. We're morons. Jack's absolutely on fire, and he's doing the things that we need and does almost anything and everything. Defending set pieces, coming back and stopping Mo Salah on a run. I mean, the guy's incredible. So that's why he's playing, and he gets rewarded for it. We don't get the lethal action from him, but we don't need no lethal action from no Jackie Cavs. We just need dominance and following Pep instructions. The robot clears it all up front. Now, Calvin. That is a problem, bro. And I've got to be, I've got to be fair. I've we've seen I've seen enough. I have seen enough. Pep does not trust you. These are the moments we need trust. And if should this season be a failure, we need to put some blame on some heads. And you are one of the names that needs to be targeted as to why we had the season we had. 
And if it's not injury, if it's other stuff on you, I, I, I we got to go. We chalk this Calvin up as an Phillips. Calvin Phillips, Fabio Vieira swap. Oh God, I don't. I don't know. No way. No way. And I like Fabio, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I like him. I do like him. I can't front. It's the Portuguese thing. In me, yeah, he's giving you points. <laughs> All right, so I have I have an O'Leary update because um, they get Manchester United gets a one nothing. Not even a one nothing. They went on penalties in the FA Cup final. Brighton yeah. fucked it. You're on my shit list now, Brighton. Um, so Seriously. it's a Manchester Derby final. And I have an O'Leary update. I messaged him right after we just mentioned him. And uh, I said, hey, my boy on the podcast, Orlando, is a City fan. We need a Manchester Derby podcast for the FA Cup final. Uh, We told him when, June 3rd. And he said, oh, okay. After the City win yesterday, I wanted this win bad. I wanted the FA Derby. We have nothing to lose. They have everything to lose. And yep. I said, okay, you better show up for this podcast, O'Leary. You two yeah. get your own podcast. I'm moderating. And he said, just give me a couple days notice and a set time, and I got you. And I said, don't back out. He said, they will be huge favorites. We won't be expected to win at all. I like that. No Premier League, no away or home, just the biggest stadium in the country, split even. It will be a fun fucking day. Yeah, he's spot so on about that. He he better show up. He better show up. He's that's a little podcast preview for you. Oh, but I he love right about that. that. All the pressures on you guys. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, absolutely. I love. I do love how we live run free in United fans' heads about them trying to stop us getting the trouble, and that's just marvelous to me. That that literal city is in their head. That the, the it's more than just beating them. We've got to stop them from getting the treble. I love it. I love every bit of it. And you know that's okay if that's the mindset that they want to have. And and actually, rightfully so. Uh, uh, it's unfortunate that um, we're not going to have to deal with the butcher um, and maybe Veron. So uh, Mister Baguette and the butcher are not going to be there. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Butcher definitely won't. Varan, maybe. It's a month away still. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just say, I I just have a simple question. If you put Harry Maguire out there, it's a wrap. All I got to say is don't start Harry. Don't start Harry. Yeah, I'm sure United fans would agree with you on that one for sure. For sure. That's it. Um, But. We do have some midweek games, so let's go through this, these uh, Premier League games. I, I honestly didn't watch too many of them. West Ham, 4 nothing win against Burnmouth. Um, that was impressive. Um, they're starting to hit form a little bit. 2-1 Fulham over Leeds. Uh, 1-1 Brentford, uh, Aston Villa. Aston Villa just can't lose. Looked like they were going to lose that one and get a late goal. Yeah. Uh, Douglas yeah. Louise, good game. Crystal Palace for Everton. Uh, one of the worst games of the season, according to XG. Just I think it was below 0.5 for both teams. We've said too much happening there. Yeah, we've already said too much on this game. Yeah, two one Leicester over Wolves, and then Liverpool starting to score a lot of goals again. Three two at Anfield over Nottingham Forest. Diego Yota, brace, he's on fire. I think I picked him yeah. too. But um, one game that stands out to me. 
Besides oh, yeah. the Arsenal draw. Oh, yeah. Arsenal was the first game of the weekend for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. The last game of the weekend, if you want to call it a game. Some would call <laughs> it a funeral. Some would call it a massacre. 6-2-1, Newcastle United over the Tottenham Hotspur. It was 5-0 to zero at the 21st minute. <laughs> Do I have that right? Yes, yeah. I did. Six. It was five zero in the twenty-first minute. Tottenham's ruining relationships with people's families. We have mothers and sons not talking anymore. Um, a lot of crazy <laughs> things going on at Tottenham, but it's just fucking hilarious. I think it's absolutely hilarious. And for me, this was the nail in the coffin for top four. You come out against a top four direct rival, someone you're battling with for the top four. I know it because we had this happen last year to us. wasn't this bad because we're not the Spurs. But <laughs> it, it, it's gut-wrenching when you go against a team you're battling with a position for, and you get absolutely humiliated. That Thanks. game was over within 10 minutes. The nail in the coffin went in the 21st minute when it was 5-0. But my, oh my, it just keeps getting worse for this club. And I will say it again, and I might sound like a broken record, but I'm going to keep repeating this point. If Harry Kane stays here and signs a new contract with this team, I don't want to ever hear this guy mentioned with Thierry Henry, with any, any of the greats of the Premier League. (laughs) Erlen Holland, soon to be great goal scorer. You know, uh, Alan Shearer, none of these guys, none of these guys. I want to ever hear Harry's Kane, Harry Kane's name. This is a must-leave situation. His resignation and transfer request better be in one minute after the last game of the Premier League season because this is a disaster. And Harry, if you want to be considered a Premier League great, you need to run from this place like it's on fire. Because guess what? It is on fucking fire right now. I have so many laughs to the absolute epitome of what a shit club looks like with an inflated personality. That is exactly what Tottenham Hotspurs are. A shit club with an inflated personality. They are one of the most fake, famous clubs I've ever seen. And the little bit of glimpses, the moments where they've gotten the best of us bothers me even more when I think too deep about it. But then I start to get out of that circle and I start to laugh about having your brother run your fucking career I laugh about the concept that you couldn't be a big boy and go to daddy who's been paying you all the money and tell him, sir, just please get your money. I want to go win something. You didn't have the balls to do it. I sit here to this day, 72 million we offered them. And actually, the Athletic has updated us because, you know, Daniel Levy's been talking and he loves to kind of grab the Athletic by the balls and tell him what the right. He did, The rumors are out there. 
Tottenham will never do business with City again after a Kyle Walker transaction. <laughs> you mean the guy who pulls his dick out at bars? You mean that guy? The guy who, you know, still is is kind of a rotational player for us now, but still quality, who's one with us? You mean that guy? Well, there's pros and cons to everybody, man, but the fact of the matter is you didn't want to capitalize on one of your larger assets and you want to keep him for tickets, but you also want Beyonce to sell out. And that's more important to you. You don't care about winning. You are a shame to all of the clubs. And shame on you, Harry, for even staying and signing to any of this. It's all fake and phony. And if you can't see it, you're blinded by the very money that you take. So enjoy it. If you do not lose this summer, I, my mind is completely set on them anyway. Because I'm sorry. You have got... you. If you're not seen through this by now, you're part of it. You're part of it. You're okay with it. It it's seeped into you. So fuck him. Let him rot there. But every goal that he's ever scored is meaningless. It's never meant anything. It's never gone anywhere. It's never equated to anything bigger than simply a ball going into the net. Never. Never. He's never had anything bigger, more reasoning than that goal. Shameful. Shameful shit. It's just it's it, it's fucking hilarious for me. It's it's just hilarious for me. Uh, I, it was a bad weekend, but Tottenham brightened it up slightly. Five no, zero, twenty one minutes, and uh, I'm thirsty right now. So I don't know if you want some expression tears. <laughs> Four nil down in the first half. Daniel Levy, Enoch, Joe Lewis, Tottenham Hotspur. You're folded now. You're folded, fam. It's over, fam. It's done. It's done. What can you man say now? What can you man tell me now, fam? You watch. You watch. Simulate the rest of this game. Get me to my match next. And I'm talking every single one. No one's escaping, blood. No one's escaping, fam. No one's escaping, blood. No one is escaping, fam. I'm talking absolutely every single one of you pricks, fam. Just no. Just no. I'm cooking you, man. I'm fucking dead. 
that will be part of it's the Tottenham Hotspur episode. It's five. Uh, it's five. Uh, I have a request. Oh I have a question. I have a question. I have a genuine question I wanted asked on the pod because no filters here. I don't give a shit. Really you know, we're at the point. We've done 50 plus episodes of this, and I got to ask because I think it's fair that we represent that different funny. different types of uh, of clubs and different types of opinions. And I want to uh, extend a hand, extend a olive branch. If you will. That's fucking funny. Do I? That was, yeah, I still. Is it five? <laughs> that part, that part is definitely getting clipped. Uh, if I ever hear a five uh, said on the pod ever again, that that's needs. Is it five? That part needs to be played. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. His voice Great. changed too. You got to clip that. Oh my. Bro. Bro. Is it five? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, do, do we need to? Do I need to extend an, a, an invitation to a certain Tottenham Hotspur fan to get a state of the club? I mean, look, you say as an Arsenal fan, flat out, I can't celebrate their capitulation. It's just, uh, you know, this time last year they were shitting all over you. You are sitting in first place of the Premier League, and you as an Arsenal fan, needs to absolutely enjoy any yeah, part no, of anyone it. giving that bottling. That it, they are bottling. They are going to lose that fourth spot. There are games in hand with the Wolves that are coming for them. That club, the, the, the start to the end is just happening. Because this time next year, you can add Tottenham to that list of Fuck, we're really fucked. They're not going to get it, bro. They're fucked. They're fucked. I don't see it happening. They are fucked. Because what manager is going to, you know, some managers are probably watching that today. They watched that and said, Jesus, I thought it couldn't get worse. And it did. So what manager are they going to get? We can't forget that when they got Conte, they got him on the second come around. He turned them down at first. So, and that was after nine other managers turned them down or something ridiculous. They had to settle Mm -hmm. for Wolves manager. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it because, yeah, they were fucking arrogant and act like they won the league last year when they got fourth place. Let's remember. Mm -hmm. Fourth place Mm -hmm. is not a trophy. We've said that before as Arsenal fans. But, yeah. You've said a name. You've said a name. And I want to remind everyone that I want to get out in front of it right now. Uh, we'll make sure that everyone knows you got out in front of it. Julian Nagelsmann and the fact that he can play puppet and he can be the little puppet that Daniel Levy seems like he's the next one in line. Um, and turn down. Chelsea, I don't know. Though. He did turn down Chelsea. Um, I think he's going to turn down I, Chelsea I, for Tottenham. Th- this, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say to anyone who's taking that Tottenham Hotspur job. You are the next in line in the game show of losers. Enjoy it. Yep. Enjoy the paycheck. But you are the next in line for the Levy puppet. Because unless there's a language barrier the, the size of Antonio Conte, there's no way, no way you're not going to understand you're coming in here with a situation where you don't have the right to ask or say for anything. Deal with the hand. And do you want tickets to the next uh, 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 YouTube uh show like that's what it is for them. Like, I'm you sorry, bro. Funny? It's gonna absolutely break their heart as well when Pochettino takes the job at Chelsea. 
because oh, they've been they've been they've been flirting with him all season to come back, and he's going to go to Chelsea. Bad, you? Yeah, you and that's going to break their heart as well. So who are they getting realistically? Mm-hmm. Sabi Alonso's going to West Ham most likely. Nagelsmann's not like going you. there. I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. Luis Enrique no. ain't going there. Luis Enrique said yeah. already. He already said no Tottenham. He 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 didn't say no Tottenham. But we read your yeah. quote when they were insisting about the job, and you pretty much said, "I need to wait for a big job, not a, not a Tottenham yeah. job." So he gave yeah, he gave him the Spanish Nomeyama. It's going to be a long summer, and there's a striker yeah. there that still has not scored any goals in the Premier League, called Richarlison. Yeah. It's just it's just a fucking mess. Five nothing down within 21 minutes is just absolutely shocking. I think Larice was pulled from the game as well. <laughs> that was hilarious. Was he? And uh, yeah, he was pulled, pulled from the game. The captain. It's funny that he's the captain anyway. But um, yeah, he's abysmal. Yeah, that was it. And um, yeah, that's it for the game for the weekend. How do how did we do on uh, points? So oh, it was a bounce whack. What ba- 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 a bounce! Yeah, <laughs> a bounce back week for your boy. I gained two points on you. You had two goal scores. I had three. You had five you points overall. I was upset when I saw that Harry Kane scored a fucking goal. I know you picked him. Yeah, I was so happy when I saw it. Uh, I didn't even watch any bit of the game. Um, Martinelli, Mohamed Salah, and Harry Kane scored for me. You had Ollie right. Watkins, who didn't score. Yeah, Just of course. Not. He scored in 10 fucking straight games the time I pick him. I he doesn't score. Thanks a lot, I know you had you hit Jota on the head, Jota twice over, and then uh, Saka uh, scored for yep. you. Um, you got the pool game right, Leicester game right, Newcastle game right, Fulham. The draw, you got the draw correct for the Everton Crystal Palace game. You predicted one. Did I take a zero zero? Oh, what? no! You, oh, yeah, you were one point draw. Oh, oh okay, one. okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I thought you were saying I got it spot on. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I ended up one game we didn't hit. You had 2-2 draw for Bournemouth-West Ham. I had 2-1 West Ham, squeaked that one out. Um, so, yeah, I got two points up. So the total is you have 193 points. I have 189, so I'm four points behind. All right, interesting. Let's just get into these games. Oh, um, oh, oh incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. We're, we're adding FA scores. FA scores to the side of that oh, yeah, added. Yeah. Hold on. Hold please, hold please. We both had Brighton winning. We're screwed there, and we did so each. Point. We shared a point. Yeah, we shared a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's we're still four, but one up for everyone. <clears throat> All right, so I'm not making my. We're not going to make our prediction for Arsenal Man City on here, but we will add it um, on that pod. It's not till Wednesday anyway, okay. and um, so I guess if you have a, a goal score in that game, just hold it out till Tuesday till we do the the, the preview pod. Um, so let's start, uh, the games this week start on Tuesday, um, three, three eh, games, nothing really going on there, but our first game's Molyneux, Wolves against Crystal Palace, low, low XG. We kind of had a feeling that Crystal Palace was going to stop scoring at some point. It happened this weekend. Going to Wolves, Wolves, they lost, right? Yeah. They lost to Leicester. Yeah. So I think this is going to be another boring one, to be honest. I got a 1 1 Wolves and Crystal Palace. 1 1? Yeah. 
All right. I don't know where to go with this. The dinosaur, I think, has lost his mystique. I don't trust the wolves for shit. Wolverhampton just, they just, I don't, but I do trust them. I don't understand them at all. But I'd like to send Fabio Vieira there and possibly Portuguese FC. Send him (laughs) there for a little loan next year. Yeah, why not? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 1 0 Wolves. Boring ass game. Boring ass game. I agree with that. Um, Aston Villa Fulham could be a decent one. Probably the best game on, on this day. Um, <clears throat> I think Aston Villa will win. Uh, it's at home. They've been playing good at home. I'm sure the, the crowd's fired up with this excellent form that they're on. So that's going to be a tough place for Fulham to go. And, you know, Fulham's still doing well without Mitrovic, but I think they'll lose this game. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go two nothing Villa. Yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, I see a little bit of a bounce back for Fulham. Um, you know, this game's a little bit of a weird start. Um, bad form in the last five games. Not looking good. Villa obviously looking better. Uh, I do have Fulham scoring. Um, I see a little bit more too much power for Villa. Bounce back for Ollie. I think he'll probably score. Actually, I'm gonna go three to one. Uh, Villa. Are you taking a score? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll take Ollie. I think he gets back on it. <clears throat> Leeds against Leicester. Why did you fire Jesse Marsh? I will continue to ask that question. Why Thanks. did you fire Jesse Marsh? Um, and I think they'll lose again. Leicester need the points. Desperate. Leeds need them as well. But I just kind of think Leicester's gonna gonna get the points here. Um, Dean Smith. New manager, not the guy from North Carolina. He's 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 not with us anymore, unfortunately. But um, no. yeah, I'm gonna go Leicester another another two uh, one. I think it'll be close, and Leeds can't defend. And they'll give up a late goal. Two one Leicester City, and uh, no no goal scorer for me. You know, if I told you both of these claim, both of these teams combined in their last five games each, so ten games total, how many wins do you think they've gotten? Each team has played five games. How mm-hmm. many wins combined out of ten possible games? How many wins have Leicester well, and Leeds gotten? We know Leicester won this weekend, so there's one. Okay. We know the win. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. One. Two. They have had two wins, one each respectively. That is fucking Who did god Leeds off. Beat? Who was Leeds last win? Let's take a look. Uh Leeds lost to Fulham. Leeds lost to Liverpool. Leeds lost to Crystal Palace. So it hasn't been any of them. Uh they beat Nottingham Forest two to one. Okay. Don't remember that game. But Nottingham Forest, we'll, we'll go to them because they play Wednesday against Brighton. And uh, Brighton having a tough time scoring. I think this will be one of those we haven't scored a lot in the last couple of weeks. We've had a good XG, not enough goals. I think this will be a, a, a game where they get some goals here. I'm going to go Brighton 3, Nottingham Forest 1, 
Nottingham Forest will continue to slide. Brighton fighting for European places out of the FA Cup. This is this is going to be a big focus for them. 3-1 Brighton, Matoma will score. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, looked a little sloppy today. Would have loved to see a little bit better from him. Um, you fucked me. That's okay. Whatever. I'll have to deal with United myself. Assholes. You expect these clubs to do it one time when they're going to do it, and you don't. I mean, I don't understand – Get when are you ever gonna show up? I mean, that's the time to do it, and you don't deserve it. So, fuck it. Um, three to one, Brighton is what you said. I'm gonna go four to one. I think they're gonna show an extra little bit of display. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Yeah, I think that'll be a win. Nottingham Forest sliding, sliding down. Chelsea at home against Brentford. For me. I think the long layoff, no game for Chelsea this weekend, I think that does a disservice for them. This is a team Mm -hmm. that has nothing to play for in 11th place with a manager who shouldn't be there, with an owner who shouldn't be there, Mm -hmm. with a lot of players who shouldn't be there. I think these guys are already planning the vacations. I think a lot of them probably took a little mini vacation this weekend. That's what I'm going (laughs) to think. These guys have to be checked out. They have nothing at all to play for. And I think it will be another embarrassing performance from Chelsea at home. And I will take Chelsea to lose this one. Two to zero against Brentford. Not even a goal, huh? Do they deserve it? (laughs) I don't think they do. They don't, they don't get enough shots. They don't create enough. Jal Cancelo. Jal Felix is going to be able to, try to do his own thing, but I, I don't see it. Two to nothing is a great shout. I see one goal for Chelsea, and it might even be the first one, but I see Brentford coming back. Um, I'm going to go three to one, and I'm going to say that yeah, you know what? I'm risking it for the biscuit, and I'm saying Jao Felix gets a goal. Oh, that's a big one there. Yeah, I know. I'm risking it. I feel. I feel. I feel nervous about risk. it. Especially big with Ivan Tony right you there don't for even a know. snag. And you don't even know what Fat Frank's going to do. He might just start a bomb no, on top as as, he, just, yo, as just for laughs. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm holding myself laughs. here, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll do see. me right we'll one see. time, Chelsea. All right, West Ham versus Liverpool. West Ham's been on good form. Climbing up the table themselves. Let's look at the table. Um, and they are they're looking pretty good now. They're on 34 points. I think a win here would pretty much ensure their safety. Um, mm-hmm. They're in 13th place right now. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely climbing, and that's awesome. Uh, good for West Ham. Um, rumors of Zabi Alonso coming in next season. I think that would be a good hiring. And Declan Rice, if he's auditioning. He's 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 winning the auditions. He's playing very well right now. So this is an interesting game for me. Um, it's going to be on the second TV because the main event will be taking place on this day as well. So sure will be. We'll see how uh, we'll see how this goes. But yeah, um, West uh, Liverpool is also scoring a lot of goals. So tough one to pick for sure. Um, I think I'm going to stay with. Um, I think I'm going to stay with Liverpool on this one. I'll go three to two, Liverpool win, and I will take 
I will take Jota again. I'm gonna ride the hot hand. Best friend. Yeah, he's on he's, fire he's, right now. He yeah. absolutely batters Arsenal. So he is not my best friend. But for now, <laughs> I'll take I'll take him as a as a compadre. Yeah, he he he's he's trying to make up for it in other ways. Uh, what what? You know, we gotta give we gotta give a little bit of credit to West Ham here. I know David Moyes just, is already just getting rumors. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just just a little bit. It seems like the players are starting to perform. I think a little bit of an understanding that hey, let's finish the year strong because literally this is it. We don't have nothing to play for, um, and then we can go. You know. Watch Champions League final or whatever. I don't know what the hell these other clubs. Well, they do. are in the Conference um, League semifinal. Oh, look at that! So they can <laughs> get a European trophy. It's the it's the hand me down of the hand me down, but it's still a European yeah. trophy. So they do no, have absolutely. some stuff to play for. Interesting. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe David Moyes can save his job. I don't know. That would be scary. Um, uh, does he? If they bring a title, bring a cup home, something. Do they get a tie? Do they, does he keep his job? Do we want to even have it that conversation? Be, it could be something that's just worked out. Like, hey, we're already going to go in a different direction. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. if he does keep them up, if they somehow finish in 10th, 11th, eh, they probably won't get that high. Where's the highest they can finish? They're in 13th now. I mean, they, they could finish in – close to the top half of the table, 12th, 11th, and, and bring home a European trophy, I think it would be tough to let go. We already know they have a tough time letting go of Moyes. Should have been let go uh, about seven times this year. So, yeah, That's interesting for sure. What, how do you think this one's going? 3-3 three, three draw, no goal scorer for me. None for you. 3-3 three, three draw. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Not interesting. Touching. Not touching that one. And... We're going to skip the Man City Arsenal. You'll have a special episode for that on Tuesday. That will come out come out Tuesday night. So look forward to that one. Um, but let's go to the Thursday games. Everton versus Newcastle. Newcastle is just absolutely on fire. You think, man, they got battered against Villa. Will that kind of derail them a little bit? No, mm-hmm. they completely battered Tottenham again uh, today, as we said. And they're going to Everton. Everton picks up a point this weekend. They are battling. Let's see where they are. Everton right now is in the relegation zone, tied on 28 points with Leicester, who's in 17th. Goal difference is the key there. So, yeah, it's a big game for them. Newcastle is going to be very, very defensive uh, on both ends, I believe. And I'm going to take a 2-1 Newcastle win. You're going what? 2-1 2-1 Newcastle. I see some creativity in Newcastle. Um, I have, I've been, I'm, I got to give a little bit of respect to Eddie Howe. You know, I've been looking at some of the things that they've been doing over there. Um, some of the New, Newcastle propaganda, seeing some tactics, what they've been trying to do differently. Um, I, I've been impressed. I've been impressed. Maybe I'm sipping the Kool-Aid a little bit, but I'll go out and say, um, I'm solidifying Newcastle as a top four team for me. Uh, I've seen enough. Um, and also, I'll get it out there. I want agendas to be understood. Complete transparency on this podcast. I need me a fucking oil club brother, damn it. I need some sort of brother up there so that I'm not the only targeted one. And I want to make sure they can look at us and point us out differently. That one's state-owned. This one's got one guy. As long as we understand the differences, we get it right, I'm all cool with it. So I'm rooting for them. 
Um, and they haven't really been going out of the blowing out of the water in deals. I mean, Isaac was a they great money, signing. They have, no doubt, no doubt. I think Isaac it's fair to say a $70 million release clause. Then he gets the Jackie Grealish treatment. You paid the clause. Thank you for uh, educating me on that. I didn't even know that that was the case. Was so if you pay, love it. We then that, that it's a separate conversation then because when you play a clause, you triggered something. That's contractually give the agent his kudos. Uh, but I have been a fan here. I can even tell you a little bit more about what I think the window is going to be for him. Um, Will you be giving the, credit to Eddie Howe for his handshake? He's still bitch made. I, I, he's still bitch made of the highest order. The guy still just doesn't have it in him. Um, you know, kudos to him for slapping Tottenham. I mean, that was just incredible. I'm going to go. I got a little bit more faith in them being able to break down Everton. I'm going to go three to nothing. Three to nothing. All right, Southampton versus Burnmouth. Burnmouth sliding a little bit. They were picked up a little bit of form, but they're sliding now. Southampton, I think they'll follow the pattern of teams that play good after getting a draw against Arsenal. West Ham playing good after getting a draw versus Arsenal. Liverpool playing good after getting a draw with Arsenal. I'm taking Southampton 2-1. to one. Two to one Southampton. Okay, and just to backtrack, I'm taking my third goal scorer right there. I'm not even touching the United or our our rivalry game. My third goal scorer is going to be Isaac. Um, you're going two to one Southampton. Uh, mm-hmm. I got Southampton winning this. I got it being three to two. I think these two fucking shithousers are just going to shithouse all the way to some fucking ricochet goals, and it's going to be some weird, weird, weird game. But I think three to two. I also have Southampton winning. Three to two, a lot of goals there. And then yeah. our favorite Tottenham Hotspur. And by favorite, I mean most hated, most laughed at, most hilarious banter club in the league. Tottenham Hotspur playing Manchester United on Thursday. I think this is going to be a hostile, hostile crowd at Tottenham. After what yeah. they just witnessed today, there's going to be Levy out, Enoch out, whoever out. Get fucking Emerson Royal out now because his agent's flirting with with Real Madrid for whatever reason. It's going to be hostile, and I don't think that plays into the the, the hands of Tottenham at all. They are a yeah. fragile, fragile club right now. So yeah, they are. Yeah, I expect protests. I expect Levy out chance, and I expect a Manchester United win. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're going to get a dub here. I think it'll be low scoring. Two to one win for Manu. The eruption that Tottenham just got absolutely battered by. The absolute onslaught is going to continue. I'm afraid that United getting to a final is about to have a surplus into this run that they're going to have. I really think they're not going to drop it. Anthony Martial is healthy. This team is... Listen, you still played 90 minutes and got nothing out of it against Brighton. So I'm still perplexed as to how that fucking happened. But I think there's some good vibes and there's good juju and good energy right now with this Moldy Trafford team. So I'm going to go an absolute battering again for Tottenham. I just think... (laughs) 
reality is set. This happens at home. It's going to be, it'll be worse. What are you predicting? I'm going four to one. I'm going four to one. I got two quick goals again. And it's just like, what is our club and what does it become? I'm going four to one uh, United. Yeah, that that would be probably just as bad as the six one because it's at home and the crowd's already going to be hostile. So, if yeah. if your prediction comes to fruition, I'm expecting some shenanigans out of that one. But um, yeah, those are the midweek fixtures. We will circle back on Tuesday to do a probably around thirty minute preview of the game, give our starting lineups, give previews, keys to the game, um, and um, yeah, that's it. Big one on 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 Tuesday. So look out for that. I will see you then. Um, <clears throat> Knicks play on Wednesday. So Tuesday will be – oh, actually Wednesday. Wow, big games on Wednesday. I don't know how I'm going to do that. There's a lot on the line. A lot on the line on Wednesday. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. we'll be looking forward to it. Whatever, yeah. happens, whatever happens between our club on Wednesday, it's complete uh, uh, short-term memory loss because we have to get that win for the Knicks on Wednesday night. Seven o'clock game too. They gotta get that W. Just end it with the fucking play. Right, it's in Cleveland, right? But they're back to yep. that format. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, so, yep. yeah, it, we're in Cleveland. Finish Mortal Combat. Just keep the best clean. Everything, the plane, keep it ready. No one touch a fucking thing. Let's make it the shortest fucking visit to Cleveland ever. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's move. Come on, dude. I want to be efficient with those fucks up there. Straight Joe Kim Noah settings. What's so good about Cleveland? Why are we here? Let's get <laughs> get in, get our result, and never return to this forsaken land. Facts. Uh, we're getting sounds for the Knicks coming up next pod. Got you on that for, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back Tuesday. So not more to say. We will say the rest on Tuesday. As you saw, I did not pick my third goal scorer. So there's a little teaser. Who's going to be the third goal scorer? He thinks Man City will probably win. Will you pick a Man City player? That's the tease. We'll find out on Tuesday on the preview. Episode 50 of PPT Podcast in the books. We out. Oh, wait, wait. Before we go, I want you to explain the new podcast that you are starting, a spinoff of the PPT branch. And uh, I wanted to do this last podcast. I completely forgot. So just say that and then we'll end it. We will be getting it onto the feed. We'll be having a different feed for it as well. I pretty much at this point am 1000% set on having it be a part and and combining whatever we got to do on Zencaster to get this part of the premier pep talk. Uh, because the bites, the other conversations with the other parts, I just don't want to go down that path. I want to keep this kind of in-house and, uh, it's going to be your main hit topic conversations of some of the things we don't get to here. I want to have a conversation about the definition of a bottling. I want to have a conversation about deep transfer talks. Give me the ins. Give me the outs. Let's get some names down. We've had some trends on this podcast. We have talked about a few things where we have give light touches, but you have been hit. He- you, we need to have a propaganda segment, an entire segment where you just throughout the Premier League, you read out the article titles and you call out the bullshit for what it is. There's no one better than sniffing out a club's propaganda that we have here on the PPT with Brian and his work. 
We need to get this detective work understood. We need to break down certain clubs. The state of the club is what's going to be the main feature. We're going to start with the top four clubs of the year so far. We've got a Newcastle appointment set this week where we're going to be breaking down what Newcastle have done, the Eddie Howe movement, the potential ins and outs, everything about one club, one topic, and we'll do that several episodes. The hope is that none of them are longer than 45 minutes. We'll have some sounds to react to. We'll get those down, and each segment will come with a time portion. So it's important that we come notes ready to go, hit on what we got to, and uh, I'm stoked for it because we've gotten a lot of bites from other clubs, which is why I might extend one to Sir Isaac Times. You will hear this, and when you do, you know officially you're getting invited for the Tottenham Hotspur breakdown. You're a lawyer, my guy. I understand you work very hard, and we're proud of the things that you're doing for this country. Uh, I follow a little bit of that civil stuff that you do. I have family in Nashville. In fact, us, uh, uh, Brian and the boys, plan on checking out Nashville a little bit themselves. So we just want to mm-hmm. say uh, from one Premier League or two Premier League lovers uh, to, to, to another, we want to get your full understanding of what's happening uh, to, to your club. So we'd love to have you on sometime. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited for it, dude. I'm excited for it. I hope to have fun with it. Possibly some advice given to Newcastle, how to do a better handshake, Eddie Howe, former, more serious. And some hard-hitting questions yeah. to Newcastle fans, like why are your fans so unhealthy, fat, and shirtless all the time? You know, that's, that's <laughs> so the kind true. of thing that we'll be bringing. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'll sniff out the propaganda. We may even have a segment where, I don't know, it's just endless. may even have a segment where we rank kits, stuff like that. So, yes. yeah, um, yes. this kit segment for all the all the clubs next year. I think that's in order because I'm seeing some leaked kits from some clubs and uh, not liking the Arsenal one so far. I'll say that. We're liking some other ones. I saw the, kid, the City uh, Cream. I love a good cream shirt. No homo. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, the leaked Real Madrid? No, I'll, I'll oh probably cop that. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god, bro! The leak me real. Done. I'm gonna send it to you when it's done. Yes, we have to do a caption on this, and we'll be able. Also, those will be going off. Brace yourself. I have done what's it. The, what's the feed? Not done it yet. Here, we are going to be going live on the YouTube. We are nice. going to be putting up the YouTube videos up. I've got the 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 login and everything. I did it. Um, I have the upload speed to do this. So I've determined once I get it all down and figured out, um, we are going to be uploading it. So I played with it a little bit yesterday. That's why I wasn't able to watch the Rangers game. Uh, shout out to those Rangers too. See, other things we need to be talking about. We'll get it done. But, we'll get it done. Um, yeah, uh, the hair rejuvenation too. God, Rob Holding, we're obviously a, a, an like excellent candidate. I get a hair rejuvenation expert on to explain uh, how he brought Rob Holding's hair back to life. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, yeah, I think we're going to have some fun stuff with it. Hey, Mr. Hair Rejuvenation Expert, how did you get Rob Holding's hair to be so luscious and beautiful? And who is your next target in the Premier League? Who will you be revamping? Whose hairline will you be bringing back? It's astonishing the work that Rob Holding has done. It's absolutely astonishing. Like, you can say whatever you want. That man's, it's 180. It's 180. It's it's marvelous. Yeah, it's he's crazy. doing the Jack Grealish thing where he's putting the band back. Like he's he's to that level now. Jack Grealish is going to go bald soon because he can't compete with Rob. No, he's got nothing on him. 
He's got no. Listen, when God touches your hair, like Rob holding his hat, it is it, it is undefeated. You cannot beat that. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So it's going to be called what? The set piece by Premier Pep Talk, or what's the feed yeah, that so, everybody can look it up? Yeah, so we'll go ahead and get the feed out there, but it's officially called the set piece uh, by Premier Pep Talk. So it, it'll definitely be a part of the Premier Pep Talk universe, but it's officially called the set piece by Premier Pep Talk. All right, and yeah, we'll link that in the bio and description. Look out for episodes on that. A lot will be going on, branching out, talking to other people, clubs. And um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Robert O'Leary, I'm going to call you by your full name. <clears throat> you better fucking show up for this FA Cup final preview, motherfucker, because we will, we will find another Manchester United correspondent. We will. Yes. You're, you're the guy now, but your 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 tardiness, your your absentee form, not showing up, constantly using PTO that you have not earned, that that <laughs> that will not fly anymore. You have it's, a mandatory assignment, sir. A mandatory assignment. That is coming up, and there will be hell to pay if you do not show up. Yeah, I gotta. I'm sorry, I gotta completely agree. I need United. I need some United banter, some United content. I am always down to have a conversation with a United fan, and since we're not getting some truthful transparency from Mark Goldbridge, we need we need to get it from someone <laughs> around here. And I need it from O'Leary. That that's my one A option. That guy has said a few things before that he needs to address on this podcast. And uh, yes, yeah, even before then, get the state of the club. You need to tell me going into that cup fight because you got nothing else to fight for. You're going to be top four solidified so long as you don't do a bottling of your own. But as long as you lock that in, get the top four, and that that stopping us from doing the T word is the only thing you really care about. So I welcome the opportunity to have you go on, go no more than forty five minutes, and tell me more about United and what you guys are doing and what you're looking for transfer wise. O'Leary, if you know what you're talking about with the transfers, please get the names down out now because if you do and you hit. You, we got it on sound, brother. So please, come on. Come on. Before June 3rd, you need to show up, sir, or else you will be banished and never mentioned on this podcast again. And that is that. <laughs> PPT Podcast Episode 50 in the books. We will be back for a special Manchester City at the Etihad versus Arsenal, a title decider, in my opinion. This one is yep. a true, true title decider. We'll be back for that preview on Tuesday. Look out for that one. This one's a wrap. We're out. Peace.